This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Laurie Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. So for today, to start off Jamie's story, part one, we will address part two next week. So I've split it in two. I'll let it speak for itself. But really, Jamie, very interesting young man, very dyslexic, very wonderful, has a very interesting package of skills and abilities in terms of his interest in engineering and robotics and industrial design and design and art. Um, I'm trying to think. There's more. Anyway, um, so, and he's, he's been a very self-aware student from the time I first met him, I guess it'd be in grade seven-ish, and uh, it's just really wonderful to see where he is. He's absolutely found himself the perfect program that makes the best use of all his package of skills, and it was really exciting to have him come back and sort of update me on where he's at. So enjoy the show. Jamie's story. Jamie. Hello. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> I'm absolutely really, really, really happy to see you. And I'm really happy you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's been a while. It has been a long time. I'm trying it's to think. Been... You... Like, I would stop by every so often. Like, yeah. Um, when I was around the area, but haven't talked to like talk talked to a while. No, I think the last time you came in, I was with someone. Yeah. And you were you were showing me a bit of your stuff, but they, you know, yeah, you're you're. You do it quickly, yeah. Yeah, because uh, keeping you up to date. Because I have to tell you, I truly miss you on Tuesdays. Tuesdays was so much fun with you yeah. because, what was it? You were last on the schedule, mm-hmm. so it was always sort of like a little later in the evening, quiet, chill. Yeah, Not too many people. It was relaxed, and we did our work. And then you always had very interesting things to share. Your photography, or some of your drawings, or your portfolio, or just thinking yeah. and talking about what you were, uh, what you were thinking to do. So that's why I wanted to talk to you today and just catch up with you and see what's going on. So yeah. tell me all about Jamie. Where you where you've come from, where you're going, what you're doing, everything. I mean, so like. I, in terms of, so I have dyslexia and, well, technically it's called, everything is like branched under ADHD now, but it's, I only really have ADD. Okay. Um, and the dyslexia is the more serious one of the two. Mm-hmm. And so I found that out when I was in grade two. Mm-hmm. Grade two-ish. And I had no idea what that meant. My mom was like, everyone like, we were kind of confused. My sister, we knew had ADHD at that point, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of, we were introduced to this world. We weren't sure how like it would affect me and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it made sense considering I couldn't read. My writing was abysmal, mm-hmm. like beyond abysmal, mm-hmm. and I was really had trouble in school. And so, um, my school luckily had a program for like things like this for, to help kids. And so, from there, I was able to. They taught me how to, how to read, how to do all that stuff. And so, from grade two to grade five, I could actually read a book. Wow! And then at that point, so that started in grade two for you. Yeah, grade That's two. That's early, started. but maybe because your sister had been. Yeah. Yeah, so I my sister, and so they like kind of like, well, he's having trouble in school, and might as well go check him out. Just like, mm-hmm. if he's fine, then he's fine. If he's not, then glad we know. Yeah. So I they caught it early, and I was able to start like learning how to read by grade five, and then at that point, I'd read anything and everything. I read a bunch of books, but as well as I had this thing where I just I'd walk around and I'd read every sign in a room, or I'd, like whenever wow. I'm walking around, I like I couldn't help but for a while not reading something because okay. I could. 
You could finally leave. Yeah, because well, for such a long time, I just couldn't, like, I, it would just look kind of yeah. like nothing to me. And so now that I could read, I would just read anything. So that was, like, thrilling to you. It's like, I get this now. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's yeah. so exciting, dude. And so then, like, through my school process, like, that dyslexia thing is, I'm, t- more, a lot of it I'm told how it affected me because I don't have the best memory. Right. And so I don't really know exactly how, like, I can't remember like, not being able to read or, like, not right. being able to write. Like, so there's sort of the, the stories that you were yeah. told that that's what you're sort of exactly. so remembering. Like, like, now I can read perfectly fine and my writing is not, it's not that great, but it's, I write, I write fine, you know? You mean, like, your, 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 your mechanics of writing? Yeah. Or? Like, like my, my ability to write, I still, like, I mess up a lot of words sometimes and I, I will, like, ever so often I'll catch myself switching one thing. Okay. But rarely, it's, like, comes up barely any often. Dude. Like, hey, there's my dyslexia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Found you. <laughs> there you are. Do, do you do the same sort of classic thing where you're like, I don't know. I, I This is just out of my head, but what I observe. But like you guys are writing, your brain is going a million miles an hour. Then you kind of like dip a whole piece right out of the sentence and keep running on. And you don't even see that you've missed a whole piece. Do you do that? I'll forget, I'll forget words pretty much often. Words, That's like yeah. my brain just kind of running a million miles a minute. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to get all my thoughts out. And then I'll miss words and my sentence will be weird. Yeah. So like whenever I'm doing an essay or something, kind of late, kind of there'll be a couple <laughs> sentences in the couple sentences in there that just don't add up in terms yeah. of sentence structure. I've definitely structure. done a fair share of editing of dyslexic work, and it's 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 yeah. Uh, it's like some sometimes you understand they just drop the you know a word here and there, and other times it's like what even is this <laughs> you know. But do you have somebody edit for you? Do you? Um. Yeah. So actually, one of my old English teachers from high school. Um. Okay. I kind of they. I've known them for since since actually I had my dyslexia and they basically been helping me since then. Okay. And so I sent it over to them. They're like okay, fix things around. For yeah, me. and yeah. if people are familiar with editing dyslexic stuff, I think it's I think you really need somebody who's used to that as well because it's a whole different me. thing. They know you. Exactly. They know what I'm trying to get across. You know, yeah. by like this sentence that makes no sense. They understand. Well, I know what I know what he means by that. Yeah. So here's how he should have put it, and here's how I think he really wanted to, and that's what yeah you know, changes that. Do you think? Did you ever use scribe? Like for English, I never use that. No, because I, I just I never found it that useful. I couldn't get my thoughts across. Like I would kind of I would stutter and I would um oh, uh, kind of like okay. take pauses while thinking, which just wouldn't like translate well to the scriber hmm. thing, you know. It's interesting because I know when you're writing, your brain's going a million miles an hour, and you're like <laughs> trying to get it all down there before it slips away. But it's interesting. I have seen people do that when they have a scribe, like that, that like it freezes up, it locks up. Interesting, mm-hmm. eh? Yeah, but so you just, use a computer then. I use a computer, yeah. Okay. That's funny now, the school that I'm at now, I I have a, all the accommodations, all the access to, like, everything I had in my high school, like computer, extra time, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I haven't touched it. I, I haven't used it use once. It. Yeah. Because for wow. some reason, at, the, the way it worked in my high school was kind of like, they really, like, if you didn't, like, if, you, if, you got to, if you got to sign up for this, they'd like, go do it there. You know, we want right. you to succeed. Whereas now, is if I forget to sign up for it, people are like, I don't care. <laughs> You're doing the test, you know? And as well as I don't do tests as often anymore. No. Because um, when I'm in, I'm in industrial design and it's very uh, project-based. Right. So I don't need to do any tests. So. Right. Well, and also, like, you with a lot of people, I mean, you really had good support. And it was really, mm-hmm. it was really helpful for you. And, and, I mean, I didn't know you in elementary, but certainly in the high school. And you became very self-sufficient and very self-aware of your whole thing. You knew mm-hmm. what worked. You knew what didn't work. 
I did discuss that with your sister in terms of the memory aids, and I did post one of her memory aids on uh, on everything, Twitter and whatever. Um, and you were definitely up there with the, the memory aid abilities as yeah. well. So you, you definitely learned the tools that you needed for mm. yourself. I pride myself being like understanding this more than anything. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's, I know someone now who also is dyslexia, and they kind of they hide behind, they don't fully understand what it is, and they, so like they use it as an excuse. Whereas mm-hmm. I fully understand what my capabilities where I'm limited at, and I don't let that kind of stop me. I don't try and like hide behind, you know, like, oh, I can't do that, I'm dyslexic. Like, mm-hmm. no, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Just try it to learn, you know? Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to make sure I understood and kind of was ahead of it all. You mean like understand the dyslexia or the content in things that you're studying? The dyslexia, like understanding yeah. where my dyslexia like affects me. This mostly came from like ADHD and that kind of stuff, ADD, mm-hmm. and understanding that as well. Because um, it does affect me. Like right now, I... I turned off my watch. I'm playing around with it. Before thinking... that, I was playing around with my headphone case. Like I can't. I'm, I'm thinking it keeps hitting the table. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to edit this. <laughs> this sound. It's fine. It's... Yeah. So like understanding yeah. that that it does help me kind of concentrate on doing doing. Oh, you go for around. it. I doesn't bother me at all. I, I I think that I think that's great. That's all part of the package, right? Yeah. But so so the whole package of your brain and how you work and what it does and when it affects you and what you need. Um, I mean, but you've been very much doing that since I ever met you. Yeah. I mean, because right? I think I, I had the help and people like, you know, there are some people that didn't get that help. They're just called, you have dyslexia. You're going to have trouble mm-hmm. reading. You know, mm-hmm. well, you'll, you'll try, you'll try, you're going to have trouble. Whereas for me, it was, you have dyslexia. You're going to have trouble reading for now. But we're going to teach you tricks and things so you don't have trouble reading. And then you can understand. And they explain to me what dyslexia is, what it does for me. It's like when I was an early age, letters would be flipped. I think it was E and X, I believe it was. E and X? Yeah, really random ones would get flipped. That's so weird. Yeah. They're not even Not even close. Sim- not even similar in, in shape. Oh, but they would get flipped around. It's like they explained to me what it was and they would like kind of go through my work and show me like where I was. So mm-hmm. By being capable of understanding the problem, I was able to you mm. know, help fix it easier whereas... Some people don't get that. Yeah, up well, I know, and I and I've I've had I've had I've had conversations with some people where like they've been struggling or whatever. And then they get a diagnosis of something. Diagnosis still, I don't like that word, but that's I guess what we call it. And you know they go, oh well, now I have dyslexia, so you know, kind of like you're saying, mm-hmm. kind of hide behind it and say, well, I can't do that, and because I'm dyslexic, and absolutely not. And you're that's why I really wanted to get you in here because you're one of the ones that you just push through all of that. You just push through, push through, push through. You were not going to take, you were not going to, I don't know. I was going to say you weren't going to take that, you know, you, you weren't going to be a victim to it because it's nothing to be a victim of. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I think you recognized that early on. I was always impressed with your ability. I think I, that's what I think I missed on our Tuesday nights was you were always sort of thinking ahead and what do I want to do and what, well, you know, how are things working for me and what's, and you, you were always thinking that way. I still have some of your photography on the wall yeah. up there are you still doing photography not as much as i'd like not as much my program is intensive like uh-huh. the, the if you consider like what there's like pure and applied kind of stuff and they do, they do a lot of work there uh-huh. but in terms of the actual like m- amount of work my program gives the most at my school really? like it might not always be the hardest right but it just requires the most amount of time like in terms of drawing uh, 3d modeling or like making prototypes like I had to sit and stand for a couple hours, you know, like just wow. like a, a lot of stuff to do. So it's time consuming. Yeah, it's just very time consuming stuff. Not as much like, like standing for a couple hours isn't that hard. Right. But just that's that's a couple hours it's that you don't be, have to. It's got to be done. Yeah. 
And so, so, so tell me exactly what program you're in now. So I'm in industrial design. Yeah. And so basically I'm on my second year now, second mm-hmm. term. And so what, up level. Sage up level, mm-hmm. yeah. And so what industrial design is, if you kind of don't know, it's not very common. It's basically product design, which is anybody's product designer. If you make something and you sell it, you're not a product designer. But we're taught the technical aspects of it. So we're taught about molding these objects and how to properly draw them for a client and how, like, all the technical aspects of what you need to know. I know way too much information about how plastics are formed and about <laughs> what plastic should be used for what. Like, I, my Materials. Kind of, we're going back to grade yeah. 10 science. Material constraints. <laughs> I know way too much about that. So we learn all about that so that when we get to a firm, you know, they can come to us and we can say, well, that design doesn't work, but we can... To kind of fix it and make it what you want it oh, with wow. that. And so, yeah, my program has just been a lot of, like, teaching us how to draw, like, how to sketch properly and show our ideas. And then 3D modeling, which was what I was good at. So, yeah. I'm still pretty good at that oh, and getting man. better. I know. Well, I mean, that's where I think is amazing because you really, I was so happy when you, <laughs> you know, you were, you know, thinking about all this and, and trying to find the best fit for you and your skills. And I know you had that artistic piece. But you also had a real sort of engineering slant mm-hmm. to you and a real, the, the, the working of things with the robotics and everything. And when you said you found this program and, and we looked into it and I just thought, this is like perfect. <laughs> it is perfect, right? Yeah, it, it is great. The funny thing is like when I found this program, industrial design, I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm doing design right now. I like it. I don't know what industrial design is really. And I, I honestly, I don't think I remember looking up what an industrial designer is. Right. But I remember just kind of showing up and like, I'm going to be designing stuff and I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's where I want to... It just, it just felt right from the beginning for you, right? Mm -hmm. It just like hit right at the right, right at the right thing. Yeah. I mean like, I have a class called presentation layout and that's like, I'm not, I stopped doing art in grade eight. I like went on to do drama and then a design program. So drawing and art and that kind of stuff was never my strong suit. I was trying to practice as much as I could, but I never liked what I, what I drew. So I never Mm -hmm. did it often. So when I came to that class presentation layout from that I was like okay they're gonna teach us how to make like nice looking powerpoints and like kind oh. of documents to show them no it was entirely about how to draw and how to present our ideas through drawing and that kind of stuff and so right. I've gotten much better and I'll show you some sketches yeah there. no I definitely want to see some of that and, and it's funny because um I guess I contacted you like a week or two ago whatever yeah. and, and and then literally the next day on Instagram I'm seeing some of your beautiful mm. your drawings yeah and, but you were doing some of those in high school I was you were like you're you're your logo or something for yeah. firm or whatever. Yeah, so like I was doing like a little bit of drawing work, but I mean it, it is crazy how much I've improved. Like I still have all my sketchbooks from high school from my first year mm-hmm. program and like seeing where I've gone from there to like what I have in this book where right. I'm still not like happy with, but I'm much more proud of it compared to what I had done and so Well you always had the ideas. Maybe you're getting yeah. the technical competency. Yeah, I always had the ideas. I just always had a trouble kind of like illustrating them and showing people like, well this is what I wanna do. Right. But um, but now I this what this program done is taught me that. Wow! So it really is everything that you're good at. Yeah, you've yeah. got the illustration piece and the and the and the the creative design part mm-hmm. and the actual execution. Like, are you making prototypes? So basically, yeah. So like the way my program works is it's very like each class links with each other. So you have five main classes and they all kind of intertwine. So like the first, so this term right now. Um, basically they use one class called design studio and they give us a design mandate. So like this is, we're going to be repacket, like repackaging a plastic casing or something. So I did a stud finder. Oh wow. And so basically from there I have to draw designs for that. And then once I, once you finally finalize the design in that class, 3D 
3D modeling class. I had to make that in 3D oh, models with cool. technical things for the casing and all, how that's going to properly like work in a real-life situation. And then I make models of how it will fit my hand, how it feel hands. And then I will make a kind of a final model that isn't always like functional, but the final prototype that works, that right. like, kind of shows what you're looking for. And then like some things will make the, ac- the actual working one, um, depending on kind of what we can do. Like uh, last time we made a light, and so... From there. You did show me that. Did I? You did. You showed me the light. There was something, 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 something. Well, yeah. So like, the, for me, I'm vinyl. Music has been a really big experience, yes. uh, thing for me. So, and then vinyl, especially, especially. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't get a tattoo of a nice uh, of a patent of the other original turntables. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm getting that this weekend actually. Really? Anyways, That's yeah. so exciting. Ink. So, <laughs> vinyl's been a big part of it. And so I was like, okay, well, I want to artwork. The artwork on the vinyl was always important to me because it was like. Someone put in time for this, you know? Yeah. And then as they went to CDs and then like on your phone, it's tiny. You never look at it. So it's kind of, that's kind of been boring now. And then the vinyl's come back a little bit. Yeah. And so cool artworks have come out. And so they all want to celebrate that. So I made this stand that holds your record while you're listening to music that like shines light on it and it's an artwork, you know? Wow. Yeah. And so okay, I made that. Okay, that's not what I'm thinking of. I was thinking of like the light, like a, a light fixture thing. But I think you were using vinyl in that too. Maybe that was last year. No, that wasn't the first year. The first year one of the simplest projects you made a lamp so. shade. You made a lamp shade or yeah. something. And you were having issues with like curving things. And Probably. That you is know, so cool. You know, I, you know, again, like, you know, I mean, there's so many of you and so many wonderful things. And that's what I think I'm enjoying about doing this is to really hear it all again, sort of as a big, <laughs> one big <laughs> full story, yeah. you know, from start, not to finish because it's, you know, it's still ongoing. But I do remember you with the with the music. Yeah, so actually, funny thing about this vinyl mm-hmm. project. So we're it's quick like boards, like a presentation boards on the like, of, of renderings of our project, and then like put them on with these things called vignettes and titles and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm I'm making those and I'm writing it out. And this is a time where my dyslexia kind of where I was like, hey, there it is again. <laughs> I misspelled vinyl, but like I just I forgot a letter, but then I like but I rewrote vinyl in a way that mildly makes sense. All right. Um, and so that, and I was like, well, huh, I printed that out. I guess that's the name of my product now. <laughs> sure. How, so did you, how did you spell uh, it? V-N-Y-L, I think it was. V-N-Y-L. Vinyl. So I forgot the I. Interesting. Yeah. That's, but that's classic. Yeah. So that's the, totally, and that you didn't kind of, even notice at the beginning. I didn't even notice at the beginning. I was just like, I like, I wrote it out, I did all the work, and I printed out like these boards that are 50 cents each, and I put them on the wall. My friend was, hey, Jamie, you know you spelled that right? I'm like, that's... That's fine because I can like say, oh, it's a stylistic choice. I once misspelled design multiple times. In that's, a that's, project. In, in a project, not a project. <laughs> that was a hard one to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you're right. With vinyl, you can just yeah. I meant to do that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I meant to yeah. do. <laughs> one of my uh, great skills is turning um, um like mess ups into like design features. You know, if, mm-hmm. like if you mess up on a three D model, it's no longer a mess up. Just say, I designed it that way. Exactly. You know, like, that's the, that's the way you gotta do life, babe. It's like it's just like whoa, <laughs> you messed up. No, actually, I didn't. I I meant to do that, <laughs> and then it puts a whole new spin on things. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I I think that I think that's fascinating. I think it, you know. Um, is there any math piece still to your stuff? I'm so, definitely gonna look through your not. Anymore, there actually there used to be a physics part of this program, but they took it out basically a year or two before oh, I got okay. there. Um, well, because that you know, let, let, let's let's rewind a little bit because this is totally mm, yeah. exciting, and I do want to see that book at the end. Um, but you did have 
at some point, you know, thinkings of a traditional and engineering, yeah, an so engineering degree. And, engineering and was kind of my main two because I have a family of engineers. You know, mm-hmm. we have a valve company that's made because we're all engineers, and it's like, okay, well, they're all engineers. I like it. I like building stuff. I'll be an engineer too. Right. But then I kind of got up into high school and. I realized my math wasn't great, and so I was doing CST, and so there was a route for me to do engineering, mm-hmm. but my math would have been, had to been, like, just two steps above that. that right. I just wasn't at, like, CST math, uh, which was the annoying thing, I was great at CST math. You were, you great. rocked that but course. <laughs> if I went to the, the next level up, yeah. well, I can't remember the name T- of it. TS, the TS. technical and scientific. Technical scientific. Yeah. I failed that, you know, like, there was, I needed a middle there. You needed a middle bit. That's interesting, but yeah. because actually what they did when they did those, when they renamed them, let's say, mm-hmm. let's say there's three levels, <laughs> three different options and they renamed them. They actually put that middle option, the te- technical and scientific, you were now, before you weren't able to go and pursue science or commerce yeah. or business. Now you're allowed to with that one, mm-hmm. but you still weren't, you still weren't quite there with that one. Yeah. So I just like, yeah. So I was also doing a physics course at the time. And so like, I was enjoying that course. Like I was having fun in terms of like learning these concepts, mm-hmm. but in terms of my grades in terms of my like comprehension ability to do them, like the physics formulas yeah. just wasn't there. Yeah. And if I continued to engineering, I just would have had a way more tough time. Mm-hmm. And so what was nice about this program was like, it's not like there are technical aspects and I like, Having like uh, having done physics and many people not having done it, it's like it is useful for me because mm-hmm. now I know like a little bit of background of physics and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we talked about that at the time. Yeah. I think that was really a, that was really a good thing to bring nice. into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I don't do like complex complex math anymore. Now it's just kind of scales and then right. I want things related and then just knowing the sizes and that kind of right. stuff. Right, you know, ratio the yeah. stuff that we the stuff that we actually do use mm. for math in day to day life. Yeah, but you know, I think that's just a the whole, you know, life is like that, but I think it's just a serendipitous little treat for you that you did the CST math and then you, well, you could go to pure and applied. You know that you could take could, the math yeah. in the summer and you can go on to the, yeah. I just don't think that was the right thing for you. No, I don't know. You would be, you would have been lacking that thing that you're the other piece of the, of the artistic creative piece mm-hmm. that, that you're so good at. You have a, I, I've, t- I've said that to you before. You have this incredible package of interesting skills that play together so well in what you're doing now that a lot of people don't have all of those skills in, mm-hmm. the, in the same place. So I think that worked out in the best for you. I think it did as well. The yeah. thing is you, you keep on saying like this artistic skill that like if I were to – I don't think I have that much artistic skill. Mm-hmm. Like in the end, it appears I do, but yeah. I still don't think I have it. Like – like well, maybe maybe we're thinking about maybe we're saying that, uh, maybe the words I'm using. Um, you always had that creative ability yeah. to see something, like you were saying in high school. Maybe you couldn't execute in the way that you wanted it to. Mm-hmm. That you were in your head. I think your technical abilities. I'm sure when it, when we look through this, mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, far superior to that. It'll just continue to to improve. Do you use Do you use any? It's mostly by hand, though. So yes, we do a lot of hand drawings, okay. like, like this kind of stuff. Because what did you post on Instagram? That was um, a, that was a. That was hand drawing, yeah. Hand. That was all. That was hand yeah. drawing. So I'm trying to like keep on like one thing is kind of kind of get your name out there. So I'm trying to like post like my ability to draw and kind of get that out there. Right. Um. But you know, so my hand drawing and like rendering skills are kind of they're getting better. Yeah. Um. But my 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 main thing is uh, 3D modeling. Like I have course in 3D modeling, and so wow. they're trying to teach us how to use these different features on this thing called SolidWorks. 
And so he Is said, that like CAD? It's like CAD, yeah. yeah. So basically, my teacher was like, hey, well, I want, we're going to practice this. This is due next week. And I made this kind of this little casing for a touchscreen and two speakers in like half an hour. And my teacher came up and was like, when did you do this? I'm like, uh, this half an hour? I'm like, hired. I'm like, hey. <laughs> So, so, my but so what is it? Is it things. you're on computer designing it? Yeah. Does it so like come out somewhere? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, still I'm not sure with these three D printing. I'm a little unclear. So on the like concept. the way like, what what we normally do mm-hmm. is um uh, like so what we can do is take a sketch that we have right. Like, I take one of my sketches in my design. So a hand so say, sketch, yeah. yeah. So let's say we take like this, like this. There's actually a subfinder. Uh, let's say we take this. So I know, like, okay. I need to have this, and I have to have this curved shape. We bring it on there, and we, like, make that in 3D. But okay. as well, then another side, like, what we do for this, for that class, is I just have an idea of what I want to do, and I just kind of kind of keep working in 3D until I kind of realize it. Yeah. So I can... You were designing some... Cra- I remember now. I mean, you were designing some... Was that... That was you, with all the, those uh, video game... Um... Landscapes was that you? Oh yeah, so I was then That's I was crazy. so yeah. What kind of got me Same into this thing, yeah. was um in math class actually. <laughs> Shit. Which actually, I say this, but that was one of my best terms. I got a hundred percent on a couple things. I was pretty happy with that. Um, you were pretty funny because there was, was yeah, eight. you had some ups and downs. Um, anyway, so in in math class uh-huh. on my laptop, I was using a software called Blender, which is made for like video games. Yeah. And I was just kind of like playing around with this artistic style called low poly, which is like. Take a circle, mm-hmm. and you, low poly makes it more of like just kind of adds geometrical edges to it. It's like what's like a like a I'm trying to think of like I don't know what's the words like you if you like if you take a circle like a, a sphere, sphere sorry yeah. you like a dumb sphere. it down to just like kind of geometrical faces yeah like, like so, because the sphere is an infinite yeah right? so you just have, but but you make it kind of more simple and so right. that style of like kind of trying was actually I have a picture of a low poly bear mm-hmm. that I drew so this kind of like very yes. this triangular <gasps> based shapes that's so cool um and so like that was just i was playing around with that and just like learning how to how to render and how to like do all that stuff and then that moved on when i found my design program to like making things in 3d and like doing technical drawings of that mm-hmm. i think that's what really got me into my program yeah was um like everyone's portfolios for the programs my pro my program is very portfolio based and so right. it's industrial you design. mean to get in to get yeah. into it yeah like, to get into a program in industrial design to get a job it's all like you know you like your technical specifications and your schooling is important but if your portfolio is amazing, yeah, show me what you can do. You could you could you could come from anywhere. You know, yeah. you could have no schooling at all, but you have an amazing portfolio. Yeah, people will hire that's, you. That's that's the piece. So you. my portfolio was made up of a couple of my photos that I'd taken mm-hmm. that year, and then all technical drawings of things I made in three Ds, where everyone's mm-hmm. was things they drawn by hand. Oh. So like I was on a different. So that stood out. Yeah, so it stood yeah. out, and that's why I think um, why I think I got accepted is because this thing that most people like learn just as they come into this program mm-hmm. I already had a basis of which was nice mm-hmm. but yeah so then I just kind of make things and then the ability like my ability to just kind of make something in 3D like it isn't always like the perfect way there are better ways to do stuff right but I can just realize most c- concepts in 3D pretty quickly and right. just kind of make them work for now and then wow. come back and fix the problems when a concept needs to be realized better so some some of that stuff that you were doing you know in the past when you maybe were supposed to be to doing other things work, yes. has, has definitely played into yeah. your, to your success in terms of the having a, like a background that has been really useful and even photography which I wouldn't think applied Yeah. so next what we're doing now is rendering these things so like yeah. taking a concept they have in 3D and like rendering an image and so we had an entire class about uh, camera apertures 
and all this, like, techno stuff about cameras. I'm like, Jamie! Know that. I know that. Yeah, no, I know that. Um, This is, like, it could not be a better fit. Yeah. It could not be a better fit. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.